Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Marnie's Friends, the online training show where experts share insights into aspects of life and leadership that take you from surviving to thriving ASAP. Right now, you are about to discover practical, doable success strategies to shorten your learning curve, increase your productivity, and skyrocket your delight in life. Be sure to thank today's guest by sharing this program via your favorite social media outlet and swing by Marnie.com and give me a shout out too. Now let's get going with today's episode of Marnie's Friends. Welcome, welcome. This is Marnie and so excited to have you with us today along with our wonderful guest, Tammy Kennington. You are going to love this hour about the whys and hows of vision board creation and use. I'm so excited about this topic, and you are going to want to take grab something to take notes on because during this hour, you're going to discover the different types of vision boards and how to know if your vision board is biblically based or not, seven key questions to ask yourself before creating the vision board, secrets about the brain that help you live the truths and meet the goals represented on your vision board, simple strategies to help you create a vision board that will impact your life and the lives of those you love, ideas to help you overcome setbacks in implementing your vision board, how to successfully engage people with different learning styles in a group setting, multiple ways to apply vision board creation across the lifespan and through different seasons of life, as well as three ways to grow relationships and communities through hosting vision board workshops. Tammy Kennington is a writer and speaker who lives in Colorado Springs with her husband and children. She enjoys joining women in their journeys as they discover Christ's hope and mercy. Her website is the same as her name, TammyKennington.com. Welcome to you, Tammy. Thank you, Marty. Thanks for having me. I'm happy to join you. Well, I'm so excited to have you on, and uh, I want to say I'm so glad that when you sent the notes over, you had the biblically based part first too, because I know that as I talk to women, some of them are like, I'm not sure if I believe in all that, you know, goal setting and vision setting stuff. Um, you know, is that biblical? And so I want us to just start by just hunkering down on that spot for a minute. And so if you want to just start with that first point that you had there, the different kinds of vision boards and how to know if yours is biblically based. Well, I'd, I'd watched an online video about vision boards, and in watching it was introduced to the idea of law of attraction and, and those sorts of New Age concepts. And I just started thinking, what would a God-honoring vision board look like? God is the one who sets vision in our lives, he has a plan and purpose for each one of us. How would it be different from the vision boards promoted by um, the people who say there's such a thing as the law of attraction when we, when we put it under God's, um, God's authority and sovereignty and look for his vision, how would that um, be played out when we create something like a vision board for our lives? So you were kind of thinking about, you know, the vision boards we see all over the Internet, like the yacht and the Ferrari and the gold, you know, the jewelry and all that. Right, exactly. This is a very different take. There is nothing about law of attraction. (laughs) It's all about, um, there's nothing about connecting our higher consciousness and speaking words, speaking something into existence. God is the only one who gives life to the dead and calls things into existence, those things that do not exist. 
and we know that he is, he is the word itself, and all things are made through him. But we also know that he created us for a purpose, with a purpose, to join in um, his plan to do his good works that he created in advance for us to do. So how do we go about discovering that? And that's really what these biblically-based vision boards are about. Mm, yeah. So um, so one of the questions we would ask ourselves before we, before we start creating a vision board. So some of those questions, uh, some of the key questions to start with would be, number one, what are your top three to five values in your life? And are they consistent with scripture? So deciding on these values will help you clarify that which is not valuable to you as well as what is. So, for example, my top values uh, are loving my husband and children well and sharing the hope of Christ with others, practically um, encouraging the discouraged, broken, and hurting um, in a hands-on way. So in, in looking at those three areas as my values, I know that being famous, um, you know, through my writing, that is not important to me. Or making a six- or seven-figure income is not important to me. Or being a woman who appears as if she's got it all together, that is not important to me. So my motivations are, um, are they biblically based or not? So that's very key to knowing if your heart is right in following and seeking after God's purpose in your life. The second question would be, what is my most pressing pain point or struggle right now? So is my marriage, um, is there a struggle in my marriage? Am I having a hard time with parenting my, my teen? Um, am I caring for elderly parents and struggling with that? Do I deal with depression? Or am I recently um, having gone through a divorce? Or is there loneliness and lack of friendship in my life? And the most compelling pain point in your life may well be the place that you can gently begin to change by creating a vision board that helps you develop that area of your life. The um, third yeah, question would be, pardon me? I think I love that, yep. Mm. And then number three, the question um, would be, what hope or dream have I felt called to but I've put off because of fear or doubt? So what are your gifts and talents? God gives each of us gifts and talents, and he wants us to use those for the benefit of others, not just for ourselves. And a friend of mine uh, wrote an article in which she called these our gift seeds, and she said the gifts God gives us are like little seeds planted inside us, but for them to grow, we have to use them. And this means if you can't identify which gift seeds God has given you, try doing new things that interest you, and through these new experiences, God will reveal more to you about who you are and how he's called you to serve him. The fourth question is, what is my current area of ministry and how does God want me to impact others for him in that area? So we all have an area of influence, and some of those areas of influence might be smaller than others at different times in our lives. For some, it may be parenting preschoolers or walking through teenage years with four kiddos. It might be serving at church as part of an outreach or teaching Sunday school. And others might be working as a teacher or in the medical field or any number of positions. Those are the people with whom you have an influence. Those are the people that the Father places in our sphere of, our sphere of influence so we can minister to them. Okay. 
Question number five is how has God gifted me? Is there something that you do better than a lot of other people do? This might be an indicator of an area or areas where God has designed you specifically to be a support or an encouragement or to serve others. So, for example, in my life, um, I was not designed to be an accountant. I detest ledgers and figures and balancing Mm -hmm. accounts. And I'm really grateful for people who do, like my husband. Um, He uses an online accounting system, and if if he gets everything done just right, he gets this little balloon that shows on the screen and he's really excited. Well, I would never get the balloon. So um, <laughs> I know God, did, God didn't design me for arithmetic, but I am passionate about words that encourage people and inspire people. Mm-hmm. So our giftings are very individual to the way God has made us. And then number six, what stirs my passion? Are you angered by some sort of injustice in the world? Are you grieved by homelessness or poverty? Are you filled with joy when you pray with others? Or do you love putting your heart into a a dinner that you take to a new mother or someone struggling with cancer? And if you aren't sure about what impassions you, ask God to reveal those things that stir your heart and begin to make a list of those things and pray over them because often our passions are an indicator of how, again, he's gifted us or how, um, how we can make a difference for him in this world. And then question number seven is, what does God want to do through the person he has made you to be in your current circumstances as well, in the future, as, well as in the future? So we know we're called to do works, and we are to live good lives among unbelievers, and we're to act justly, love mercy, and walk humbly with our God. So how can, we, how can that question help guide us for developing a vision board along with the other questions that aligns with Scripture and represents the calling he's placed in our hearts? Mm, wow. Those are great. We're going to just take a short break. We're going to come back and talk about the different types of vision boards, kind of what it is really as well as some secrets about the brain that will help you live the truth and meet the goals represented on your board. We'll be right back. Speaker at womenspeakers.com, the largest online directory of Christian women speakers in the world, featuring nearly 1,000 Christian women speakers from every state, denomination, and fee range, some near you. It's all available to you 24 hours a day, so you can start your most enjoyable speaker search anytime you have time. Search by location, name, topic, or fee range. Connect directly with the speakers you like using their social media links or the online connection box. It's really that easy. Womenspeakers.com has been the number one online connection place since 2002. Speaker profiles include a bio, professional headshot photo, a list of topics with descriptions, some references from people who've heard them speak, and so much more. It's all fast and free to search anytime you have time, day or night. Check it out right now at womenspeakers.com. That's www.womenspeakers.com. Welcome back. This is Marnie, and you're joining us for the Wise and House of Vision Board Creation and Youth with our guest today, Tammy Kennington. She is one of our speakers over at womenspeakers.com, which is so much fun to be able to promote her 
seeking availability to the planners who frequent that site. And also, I was thinking uh, when we were waiting for the commercial break to come on, uh, we've been with Blog Talk Radio coming up on 10 years, if you can believe it. And uh, I love Blog Talk Radio, but every once in a while we have just a little glitch in the glitch in the system and that's just how life goes so thank you blog talk radio for being awesome most of the time <laughs> all right Tammy, let's talk let's go back a moment and talk about the different types of vision boards and you guys when we're talking about vision boards what we're actually talking about is like uh you know a bulletin board or a board of some kind even on your computer desktop uh, that is full of pictures and there can be some words on there too but um, this is to be a visual trigger for you. So, Tammy, what are the different types of vision boards? Marnie, just like you said, there are lots of ways to create a vision board. Some of them might be vision boards that you've, um, you just gather a few materials. All you really need is any sort of board. It could be a cork board. It could be a poster board. You can even make Pinterest boards if you like to um, use tech. Um, or you could create a screensaver board that is in front of you regularly um, throughout the day. But I really like the, those that are very tactile and that I can actually touch and feel. And you would just create, um, gather pictures that inspire you, pictures that might um, speak to how you feel God is working in your life or um, ways that you feel like he's calling, leading you into something, whether it's Maybe you're um, writing and you think he's, you, you feel him calling you to write a devotional or to finish your book within a certain amount of time. Or maybe if you're a mom and you're wanting to really focus on um, a certain kind of um, way that you're raising your children. So what you do is you cut out photos that have to do with that from magazines. You could go to Pinterest or other places and um, download principles and things. I always like to include a particular scripture for a vision board that I'm that I'm going to be referring to and reminding myself of God's promises. And then you just create that vision board as if it were perhaps a collage. Some people like to make them so that they're very organized, and that may be um, something if you're setting particular action steps um, or goals within that vision board. That might be a good way to do it. And it's just a visual representation of, of the, the things that God has put on your heart to pray over, those things that he has, um, is refining or developing certain character traits within you or separate sections you could even create within a journal so that you have a, a vision board perhaps for, a merit, for your marriage or singleness for family relationships, for ministry and career. So if you wanted, you could create multiple mini vision boards within something like that. And then you, hmm. you would want to hang your vision board in a place where you're going to see it regularly and commit for that day or moment when you're viewing it to that goal or action step or um, give it in prayer to the Lord. And then you would be able to track the movement towards those goals and take note of how God is working in your life. And once that intentional decision-making becomes a habit, then you, you could create, consider creating a new vision board. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. And, and some of you are listening saying, now why would I go to all that work to cut out all that pictures, <laughs> all those pictures? So tell us about how the brain works and why these vision boards are so powerful. 
Well, the brain really is, we know and are learning so much more about it, but um, long ago, Aristotle is, is known to have once said that excellence is not an act but a habit. And what we want to do with vision boards is use them as a reminder to help us move from goal-directed action that requires deliberate thought, and that deliberate thought occurs in your prefrontal cortex, that front part of your brain. We want to move from that sort of goal-directed action to well-chosen habits that become automatic. And those are actually habits are formed in a different area of the brain. So in, when we're visualizing, well, when we're actually able to see um, those sorts of pictures in front of us, and they're reminding of, us of what we're committed to and how we believe God is moving in our lives and we're responding to him through prayer, then we're really um, we're able to make those items, those, um, we're, we're committing that particular area of our lives to his work, and we're ma- moving it from actually goal-directed action to more of a habit, so it's more ingrained in us. And one of the more popular studies on the psychology of habits recently found that it takes an average of 66 days to form a habit. So if we're seeing this little vision board in front of us every day, that's going to serve as a trigger to help remind ourselves. Um, It's an environmental trigger that helps connect our actions to activities we already are doing and so when they become more habitual, and that's really what we're looking for. Does that make sense, Marnie? Oh, absolutely. And I like to think, too, about, like, when I say the word um, tulip, you don't see in your mind T-U-L-I-P. You see a picture. That's how the mind prefers to think is in pictures, and it can sound out words and all that, but it's actually the natural state of the mind to see the world, see people's features, see the leaves on the tree, all that, all that is done visually and processed quite readily by the mind. And so having a vision board of pictures. So a lot of you are writing down your goals in a journal or something like that. That's wonderful. Keep doing that. But this vision board thing takes it to a whole other level of uh, addressing your brain in a way that it loves to be talked to. And really, until you agree, and I think that that's the word that came to my mind when you were talking there, Tammy, until you agree with God's vision for you, it's pretty tough for you to actually go out and receive it. You know, uh, it's hard for us to envision. Usually God's calling us to something big and audacious, you know, where we're like, oh, man, I don't even know if I could ever do that. But with God, of course, you can do it. And He's he's wanting us to you know, say, yes, I agree that that's the vision you have for me. What is your thoughts on that, Tammy? Oh, I absolutely agree. Even just thinking about scripture, Jesus consistently used images to remind us of of um, things that he was teaching. So he talked about the mustard seed, and people would have an image about what that mustard seed looked like. And, and there's something very rich that our, our minds respond to in that way. And and when we're designing the vision board, it helps us identify, okay, what is God's larger goal in this for me? And that helps us then decide on the specific action steps that move us uh, in smaller increments in that right direction so we aren't overwhelmed. And so we can we can put it in little digestible chunks and see that we're, we're, we're making steps forward towards what God is leading us to is that larger goal. 
So I, I think that's a really wonderful um, way to look at that money. Yeah, and I think I want to swing back around to your seven questions, too, that we asked at the beginning. Because with vision boards, you can make a board that encompasses all the different categories of your life. But a lot of times for me, I prefer to do something that is very specific. It's a specific thing that God's calling me, like you said, the pain point or something, or the next step maybe. Um, and I can have something behind that that, like, for me, okay, I am, I am to mentor millions of women around the world. I know that that's God's vision for my life. I still don't know exactly if I'm supposed to do most of that from behind a computer screen or if I'm do, supposed to do a lot of that in front of international audiences. I really don't know yet. It might even be through more books. I'm not sure. But the, the one thing I am sure about is that that's what God called me to. So the background being a world, you know, uh, a map of the world, and then the forward stuff being the things that God's calling me to do now, you know, and, and to have this bigger picture available, as well as like you were saying, the, some of the steps along the way, some of, and some of it isn't even clear yet, right? Absolutely, yeah. It's it's so it's just a wonderful way to see God unfolding. And when I use vision boards, I will actually they're they're kind of a living sort of thing. So I will add to them as I'm right. moving along. And mm-hmm. because God might may reveal something as as we're moving from with that small daily task, He may reveal something new to us that we hadn't thought of before. And really, this is Absolutely. all about seeking God's will and just representing it visually as a way of presenting a reminder and action steps to ourselves. That's a really beautiful way to say it. You know, in the Bible it says, without vision, the people perish. Uh, it's not us, I like how you started this program today, it's not us generating all of our wants and throwing them at God and putting them on the wall and saying you have to do this. It's not really like that. It's really God flowing his thoughts and his visions through us and us playing that out even before it becomes a reality in our in our physical daily lives, we say, I saw that, I heard that, I believe that, I think you're going to do that through me, and I'm partnering with you, I'm agreeing with you that you could actually do that through me. Absolutely, and it's, it's really about supplication and giving God our hopes and dreams and then depending on his word and the power of the Holy Spirit to guide us. And so it's really creating... Christian vision boards is all about being steeped in prayer and being God focused. It's, it's not about um, it's not about popularity. It's about God's purpose. It's not about pleasure. It's about people. It's not about possessions. It's about peace and knowing we're doing His will. Yeah, I I like I liked what you said at first there, and I think that that's the the key is that the vision board or the vision itself even doesn't become the God. God remains the God. You know, and we can take things off of our vision board also. You know, if we realize, oh, you know, I've done that. How many times have I done that? I really thought I wanted something. And then I get closer to it and I'm like, no. Like you said at the beginning, all those things that don't matter to you. But you know what? They seemed to matter before. Like, you know, maybe... Maybe it did matter uh, to some of us about some kind of a external thing. But then as we get closer to Jesus, we're like, no, I really just don't care about that. Off the vision board it goes. <laughs> yes, exactly. 
Yeah, we're going to take a little break and come back and talk about some simple strategies to help you create a vision board that will impact your life and the lives of those you love, as well as ideas to help you overcome while implementing your vision board and how to successfully engage people with a different learning style in a group setting. We'll be right back. Leaders across America rely on womensevents.info to find the major Christian women's events coming to their area. Womensevents.info is the only online directory of its kind featuring all the upcoming major Christian women's events. You are invited to search for events coming near you or to add your own major Christian women's events. Everything's easy and accessible over at womensevents.info. That's www.womensevents.info. Welcome back. This is Marnie and joining me with Tammy Kennington today for the whys and hows of vision board creation and use. Tammy's website is TammyKennington.com and she's also one of our speakers over at WomenSpeakers.com. So great to have you here, Tammy. Let's go ahead and talk next about some strategies to help us create vision boards that will impact our lives and the lives of those we love. First of all, um, how could a vision board impact the lives of the people we love? Well, I really think that if there are particular areas in our lives that God reveals to us, uh, there are certainly many in my life where I just really need to work on and pray over and soak those things in, uh, in, in his love and be transformed in such a way that I'm impacting my children, my friends, my husband, my family. And really these vision boards are about helping um, change lives. And it's not, it's not just about my life. It's about changing the lives of people who are, who, who are in the kingdom and people who don't yet know Christ, right? So when we're creating vision boards, we're asking God to show us what his vision is. How can we make a difference in the lives of our family and the people we care about and the people we don't yet know, but he has a plan for us to have some sort of divine appointment with them. So really a vision board, again, is just seeking his will to do his work. And if, if for example, I'm creating a vision board about my marriage Perhaps I'm struggling with um, keeping a rein on my tongue and being critical of my husband. So what are those images and reminders I need on my vision board that when I see that vision board will help remind me of the the bad habits I want to change and the new healthy habits I want to instill and speak uh, good things into my husband's life. So they're very practical sorts of ways that we actually impact lives of others. Yes, and I even think that um, taking the vision from something that's in your head or on your in your personal journal and putting it on a wall, I mean, that does change it. It changes it from something just between you and God to something that other people can see. It, it brings it out there. Uh, a couple years ago, uh, my sister had said to me, I understand what you're doing now. She said, you're kind of building Noah's Ark. I thought, that is kind of how it is. You know, it's just a long, long process of individual obedient steps of single days of doing what God calls me to do without seeing how this is exactly going to uh, reach the, the vision that he has in my heart, but doing it faithfully because that's what he called me to do. 
And, you know, you may be really, listeners, you can maybe really resonate with that. You know, you're just plugging along, doing the next thing, and that's really what God calls us to do. The vision board helps us to remember this, this day will pass, this season of life will pass. You know, it came to pass. And uh, it's just a, it's just a short period of time, and if if we are just walking with God, it will result in something. And my favorite, you know, my favorite heroes in the Bible include Joseph, who spent nearly ten years in prison. I mean, that had mm-hmm. to feel really, really hopeless to him, but he just every mm-hmm. day did his best for God, and God knew that on a particular day, way down the road for him, he would just be second in command of all of Egypt. He'd saved the lives of his own family. You know, and we can't see that in advance, but he did kind of get a little glimpse of it, right? He had a little vision, and he knew that somehow God had big plans for his life. Yes, he did. And, you know, there's so many of, of the forefathers, Abraham, God shared his vision with him and said, you, you know, you will have your your descendants will be greater than the numbers of the stars in the sky. And he didn't see that come to fruition, but he knew that God had a purpose in in what he was saying, and he had cast this vision for him. Absolutely. So what are some strategies to help us create a vision board? Well, uh, it can be, as you mentioned, um, part of the reason it's so wonderful for other people to see our vision boards is that we can have sort of an accountability toward it uh, or with it and an encouragement. So doing it in a group really can be a wonderful thing. So whether it's your Bible study group or or a group of girlfriends or within a women's ministry in a church event, but when when we're implementing our vision boards, we um, we know that his mercies are new every morning. So even if um, we, we in our own minds, fail to reach a certain goal or we don't do well with it one particular day, we don't need to worry about something coming back on us and having failed. This is about those little steps, Marion, like you were talking about, and it's, it's just going to be our representation of our desire to glorify him and love others day by day and moment by moment. And really, it has to be steeped in prayer. In prayer. Um, all of our spiritual lives, really, that's where our foundation lies, right? So um, it, we have to trust in Christ. And through prayer and scripture, that's how he leads us. So if we do this without being in prayer or being in the word, then we're only trying to accomplish things in our own strength. And Paul tells us that, about the importance of walking in the spirit rather than the flesh and in the Colossians, he wrote in Colossians 1, 9 through 10, from the day we heard, we have not ceased to pray for you, asking that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will and all spiritual wisdom and understanding so as to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord. So we really have to be sure that our lives are steeped in the prayer and that we're seeking him above all things. And then we have to keep in mind that forming a new habit takes a long time, and it takes even longer to break negative habits. So if we fail at some point, if we sin it even at some point, and then we just need to be, rem- we're reminded then of our need for Christ, and we get back on the horse and ride it, to use an old Montana phrase. Hmm. Yeah, so like when people are um, 
kind of going back a step, when they, when they're actually creating their vision boards, do you recommend mm-hmm. like um, cutting like okay, the old fashioned way was cutting people pictures out of magazines, right? Um, so yes. what do you do now? Well, I I personally like cutting pictures out of magazines. I think um, there's something about that, just being able to see them and their the bright colors. Um, but you can you can go on Pinterest and download all kinds of printables, all kinds of um, sayings or beautiful images about about your face, um, Bible verses. You could even if you have things written in your journal. You could transfer those onto some pretty cardstock and cut them out if you want, sort of like scrapbooking. There's so many ways you could do this. Um, it doesn't have to be any one specific way. It's what, what works for you. And some people are very artistic. Some are not. So if you prefer doing, using technology to help you, go on and create a new board on Pinterest and create a, a vision board using different pictures that you insert into that Pinterest. Pinterest board, so many different ways you could do it. You could even use photographs that you have, and um, you could either use them online or you could print them and and use those as hard copies on your actual cork board or poster board or whatever it is you're using physically. Right, and you don't have to. You don't have to, like you said. You can, there's so many ways to do it. You don't have to do it in a particular way. One of the things that I liked to do um, was to pull up Google and just type in vision boards. And then when you click on, instead of just having the search results come like normal, click on the images option. So it's right under the search box. You have some choices like maps or news or whatever. Click on images and what you'll find there is you'll find hundreds of different vision boards that you can kind of get the idea of how you could lay yours out with your own important items. So everybody's vision board is going to be different. There won't ever be two the same because we're all so different. We have different uh, interests and, you know, colors and all that kind of thing. And um, so when you're, when you're beginning, like let's say, that Tammy, that you're working with a group who has never done uh, a vision board mm-hmm. before, and you come in and you're all going to do this vision board together, which it kind of in a way to me sounds a little intimidating. So how do you – like in a group, how do you help them not compare to one another or try to meet some kind of invisible bar of, of excellence or something? Well, if they see mine, they'll know there's no, there's no bar. <laughs> um, I love that so, answer. That'd be mine, too. I'd put mine right in there. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, crafts are kind of my thing, um, but art is not, as much as I love looking at it. So... I just try to take the pressure off, and, and you know, it's really about God speaking to our hearts, and it's, it's not about comparison. And typically when I go into a group, I will already have a set of worksheets that I've created. So, for example, um, a lot of women, a lot of us struggle with feeling unworthy or less than. So I've created a vision board workshop called God's Girl, and I have some specific questions that people can ask or or rather that I ask people that they respond to and kind of walk them through what it looks like. And then I'll ask each of the ladies attending to maybe bring two to three different magazines and a pair of scissors. And then we'll have 
and, and maybe a little bottle of glue or something, and then we'll just get started and we'll have conversation with each other. And if it's at a mock group, for example, usually the, the women at each table will have individual conversation and they can talk about and discuss what, they're, what they feel God is teaching them, what he's placing on their hearts. And so it really becomes an opportunity for fellowship and to engage in, and really know each other. I love that. So, so you kind of touched on this, and I want to go back to it again. You know, you're you're walking on your, you got your vision board up there, and you're just like, you know, this isn't even working. I'm not seeing any progress toward this goal. I think I just made it up. <laughs> what do you think? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it's it's possible that we may have misheard, but we're told that. Um, his sheep hear his voice, right? So if we are, if we're praying and God has revealed something to us, don't give up. It can take years, like you mentioned, Joseph. Boy, if he if he'd given up mm-hmm. on God, um, ten years down the road, who knows what he would have been doing? And we really, you know, we we it's definitely good to bring those things back to the Lord and ask Him, Lord, did I hear you? Is this really what you have for me? But these things can take a long time in our minds. But really, this life is very short, and God has the broader vision. So I wouldn't give up. And, you know, ask others to engage in prayer with you and, and pray for you, pray over you. Um, and, and maybe they, too, will be able to either affirm uh, what, you, what you have heard, or they may say, you know, I, I'm not sure, or they may give you some wise counsel that you may not have anticipated otherwise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and he is so good about giving you a hug in just a specific way that you need in order to say, this really is my vision for you. This is my dream. I was just talking to a speaker earlier this week, and she's, you know, she's pursuing a dream and following her, her, her heart with God, and she had just hit this uh, huge sadness, just this, this great uh, challenge in her life. In one week, God gave her three speaking engagements, and she just was like, wow, you know, this was such a big hug from God to just do that. Mm-hmm. And he knew how to encourage her and say, I have not forgotten you. It looks very bleak right now, but it will not always look bleak. And I remember years and years ago, God told me to stop publicizing a particular book. I had been publicizing it, and it was doing good. And then he's like, stop publicizing it. And I, I was talking back, you know, I was like, no, because as soon as I stop, it'll stop, you know. <laughs> and he's like, can you trust me? Can you trust me? And I thought, yeah, I can trust you. I will trust you. And so I stopped publicizing it. Well, like within two days, very shortly after, I guess I don't know how many days, but it was immediately, um, I got a phone call. And it was from a lady in Houston, Texas. Now, I lived in northern Minnesota on the Canadian border at the time. And this lady from Houston, Texas, somehow found my phone number and called me up. And she said, I just saw a front, a front page uh, article about you in the Houston, whatever, Chronicle, whatever it is. And um, she said, and I just had to get your book. And then you had that testimony about how your parents led you to Christ. And I, she said, I just had to call you and tell you. And I thought, you know, that's amazing. Because God knew exactly mm. how to comfort me in that moment. That even though I had not pitched that article, he was able to do it. And he was not only able to do it, but he was able to tell me that he did it. How would I have ever known? <laughs> so he had somebody call That's me. incredible. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Isn't that an awesome story? 
So I think, you know, oh, and the yeah. other thing I wanted to, I wanted to mention, too, that uh, many, many of the ideas that I've had have come and gone because they really were mm-hmm. my ideas. And it's mm-hmm. the ones that keep coming. You know, and we hear these guys in the Bible saying, I could not say anything. I had to speak up. I had to go do this. I had to because the Holy Spirit was prompting me. And I think that's when you know that you know that you know that this is from God is that, you know, you try to put it away. You put it under your bed. You do whatever, and it will not go away. That's another proof that it's God calling you to do it. Oh, yes, that's so true. And many times we run away from those things, right, because they're frightening or they're overwhelming or they're big and scary, and we don't think we're capable. Well, on our own, we probably wouldn't be, right? We, we, but when God has given us that dream, he'll equip us to do what he has in his plan. Absolutely. I mean, I, so many people have said this, but it's just true. You know, if, if it's a vision just the size that you could do, um, then it probably isn't from God. <laughs> I mean, honestly, yes. he, wants, he wants to develop dependence on him. That's his number one priority. I see that example of parents with children. So we come into the world as a helpless baby, and the role of a good godly parent is to equip the child to eventually be independent, independent where they can support themselves, the family, and the community. So that's the goal of a human parent. Well, God's goal is just the opposite. We come into the world independent and unaware of him, in our conscious thoughts. And his goal is for us to become aware of him and continually more dependent on him until we are that little baby of faith in his arms, watching him do everything through us. We're still there partnering with him, but, I mean, uh, he is doing it all, and that's his goal always. So we just have to keep that in mind uh, when it's big and audacious. It's because God himself is calling us to do something bigger than ourselves to help us grow in our dependence of him. We're going to take one final break here, come back with Tammy, and talk about um, how to successfully engage people with different learning styles when you're in a group setting some ways to apply vision board creation across the lifespan and through different seasons of your life, as well as three ways to grow relationships and community through hosting vision board workshops. We'll be right back. Minutes with Marty is my per minute coaching service. Whenever you feel stuck, have an idea you want to run by me, need to pick my brain, or would like me to edit your one-page or media pitch, just schedule a 15 to 60-minute session using the Easy Calendar tool at Marnie.com. I'm so grateful that you're here with us today, and I hope to connect with you one-on-one soon. Visit Marnie.com, that's M-A-R-N-I-E.com, to schedule your coaching session right now. Welcome back. We're coming into the last stretch here of the lives and how's the vision board creation and use with our guest today, Tammy Kennington. And we're next going to talk about um, how to successfully engage people with different learning styles. And this is huge. So, Tammy, um, I am the kind of person who doesn't have very much vision uh, as far as like concrete stuff. Like my husband will say, okay, here's how I'm going to remodel this. And I'll be like, can you? can you draw it on a piece of paper because I just can't understand what you're seeing. I mean, he can just walk into a space and tell me how, it's, how he could make it just beautiful, and he does. But for me, mm-hmm. I, have to kind of, I have to kind of see it. You know, I can't just think of it like that. How about you? What are you like? You know, I can, 
if I can um, physically move things around, then I'm able to visualize it, see what I what I have in mind. But um, not if I if I don't have some sort of way of representing um, some sort of <laughs> change in my my furniture, then I I can't I can't visualize it. And there are so many different learning styles. I'm also very much of an audio learner. I I learn I listen to books on audio all the time. And that's one of my key ways of learning. So when we're talking about uh, vision boards and different learning styles, give us some tips for helping people with different kind of learning styles. Well, because everybody does have a different um, strength or learning style, um, it is it's very helpful if you design your uh, vision board party or your um, your event to meet the needs of people with those different learning styles. And the easiest way to do this is by using a multi-sensory approach to learning, which just means that you're implementing at least two types of learning at the same time as much as possible. And then you mix it with activities that are designed for those who prefer individual sorts of activities or group activities. So you're incorporating all of those things. And the three, um, the three basic learning styles are visual, um, auditory, and then kinesthetic, which, is, which just means you're doing something. You're, there's some sort of movement involved. So I typically launch vision board workshops and parties, of course, with prayer. And then the women will actually be praying on their own individually. They, some of them could choose to move to a quiet place if they'd like um, that's a little more solitary. And some will just stay at the, their various tables. And then I ask them to write down the thoughts, impressions, or scriptures that they, they thought about while they were praying, maybe something that God put on their heart. So but just that one simple activity of, of prayer and then journaling through that prayer time encompasses both kinesthetic um, and auditory. If you're talking about speaking to the heart, I, I know it's, it's not going to be Lord speaking you know, out loud to you, but kinesthetic and auditory, and then it's an individualized activity. And then um, typically what I'll do is provide a group leader with a list of questions to prompt discussion as the women begin to actually create and build their vision boards. And these might include questions such as, um, is this area of my life difficult to surrender to Christ? Why or why not? And how can we pray for you um, as you seek to do his will in this area? So that would include a visual activity, auditory, and kinesthetic done in a group setting. So you're incorporating all three learning styles in that one area because the women would be cutting and creating and, and actually moving their pictures on the board as, as they're getting them ready to place. And then they've got that wonderful, rich discussion going on. So those mm, are just yeah. some really simple ways to engage people with their different learning styles. So that's that's awesome. And then you also had some tips for us about uh, incorporating vision boards through our lifespan and through different seasons of our life. Yeah, vision boards aren't just for one particular time in our life. You can you can create vision boards as long as the Lord gives you life. So if you're you, vision boards are applicable for singles, they're applicable for couples. Maybe you would want to do a vision board party with couples. Um, young parents and women's groups, um, empty nesters, 
you could you could do vision board workshops with youth groups and teens. Um, I think girls would really love to do vision board mm-hmm. workshops. Um, families, you could do it as a whole family. Maybe there's a certain something that as a parent you and your husband want to work on together, and you can incorporate your children into that and create a big family vision board. Um, retirement, my goodness, what, how can God use people in retirement? My, the, the options are endless. So that, what a wonderful time to create a vision board. What is God placing on your heart there? And even a vision board for the workplace. You could create one with your team or you could create one just individually. Maybe, there's, maybe you struggle with gossip at work. So maybe you want to put a little vision board in front of you there. So it can apply to, to, to all those varied seasons in life. And then that, that each season brings its new challenges and areas for growth. So God, and God leads us toward new adventures in each season of our life. There's just no end to how these can be applied. Um, maybe empty nesters who feel the loss of children moving out of the home would want to create a vision board about ministering to others when their children are gone and the rooms are empty. Or teens, what does a godly dating relationship look like? Um, vision, family vision board, it could be about loving one another. Maybe you have little kiddos who, who are kind of squabbling with each other and you're about ready to pull your hair out. So those are just different ways that we can apply those across the lifespan and through those different seasons. Yeah, I love that. And some of you are like, wow, I need like 22 vision boards. <laughs> that, yes. that is, you know, and you can do one with all that stuff on it, or else you can just pick a key one to start with. That's what I would encourage you to do is just pick, like, mm-hmm. back to that first question, you know, where is your pain point right now? What is the, what is the thing? You know, God, God never wastes anything. If you're in pain in a certain part of your life, it's because God has got your attention in that part of your life. And so, um, like, one of the things I've learned from my sister and others who've gone through cancer or they, uh, diseases where you're in the hospital a lot, you know, every one of those relationships you would have never had if you hadn't had that, mm-hmm. that diagnosis. You know, you're there because God put you there, and there are people around you who need Jesus. And so, you know, when we start to reframe these things and say, what is my main point point and how would God want to use that right now to further his kingdom? All of a sudden we have a vision board that looks very different from the one that the world would tell us to have, which is never experience pain, never experience any sickness or whatever. Uh, we, we recognize yeah. that God can heal and often does, but a lot of times he has us walk it out because he needs us in certain places, and that's scripturally proven over and over again. Um, one of the things I encourage you to do is if you have too many, like <laughs> you like, don't have a big enough house <laughs> to follow your vision boards, start a Pinterest, really start a Pinterest, um, start a Pinterest board for each of the ones that aren't going to go on your wall. And uh, my daughter does this. She has a lot of Pinterest boards that are things that she's um, looking forward to and dreaming about. Like she did it for her, she did it for her wedding, you know, and she had a beautiful wedding and she's got other boards going on. And it's just a great way to keep track of all those things because Tammy, it's just so amazing how God has created us each so differently. So when I see something and it takes my breath away, like brings the tears to my eyes, nobody around me is crying. Nobody around me is stuck in air. You know, I mean, it's just me. It just hit me like that, you know? And that's how personal God is for you guys too, where 
you all of a sudden know that this is God speaking to you through this beautiful thing or this, uh, this sunset or whatever it is, and capture that and put it in your vision board for that area of your life because that is, mm-hmm. that is God speaking to you. So we want to go over the three ways to grow relationships and community through hosting vision board workshops. First of all, I have a question. When you do a vision board workshop, let's say with Mops or anybody, how long do you give it? Like what's your shortest time and what's your longest time? I'd say my shortest time would be about 30 minutes and the longest probably an hour and a half. Um, oh, okay. Because really fast, yeah. Yeah, but um, it kind of it really depends a little bit on how much discussion there is going on and community development and, and those sorts of things within the group. But sure. really vision, board, vision boards can be a great way to grow relationship and community and even – for those of us who are more introverted than extroverted, it can really help us to share with others things that we might not say, but things we can show um, that we um, that are impacting our lives or things that we're struggling with. And um, they provide a springboard. Those physical representations provide a springboard for a lot of open-ended discussion and questions. So that's the first way, just through that discussion and question and keeping our focus on the, on the Lord and um, so encouraging and sharpening one another through that. The second way we can grow in relationship is by um, providing that, a deeper understanding of each other and introducing opportunity for long-term prayer. So our vision boards really um, are, are a little bit, they, they leave us a little bit open and they're very revealing, not, not exactly vulnerable, but definitely revealing and oh, yeah. we allow someone to see that in our lives. Wow, what an opportunity to pray for one another over a period of time. What a great way to be able to support each other. And then the third way to grow a relationship would be um, that these vision board parties and workshops aid with accountability and encouragement towards developing healthy habits. So um, it's a lot easier to stay to stay focused on a goal or something God's leading me toward if I've told someone else about it. It's much easier to shrug something off if I haven't shared it with anybody and only the only Lord and I are aware of it. So just that accountability is, can be a beautiful thing. Absolutely. And I was thinking, um, you know, if I would do this with my friends or even my sisters and daughters, uh, and maybe nieces, I know that what would happen is as we're going along, I would look at their boards and I would say something like, I never knew that you liked that. You know, I mean, it would be such a discovery. Yes, absolutely. Wow. You know, I'm really getting to know you through this process and how God's working <laughs> in your life. This is incredible. Yeah, and then I think, too, you know, the vulnerability piece, I think that's all up to you. You can put some more stuff on your board when you get home if you're not ready to share it publicly. Um, there's no there's no uh, drive here to, um, to expose yourself to people that you don't know very well or people who you don't know if you can trust. 
with your most vulnerable parts of your life, I always encourage you to uh, share those and be accountable with people who you know and love and who love mm-hmm. you. You know that. And mm-hmm. in a group setting like that, there's just no reason to um, put your put your most painful things out there. Uh, you can if you want to, of course, but um, don't feel like you have to. And I, the other thing I was thinking as we were talking to this hour is with vision boards, I'm just going to say anything goes. And anything goes means, you know, you're the daughter of God. You are you are trying to live a life that's honoring to him. And so you know what shouldn't be on there. Basically, the Bible tells you, you know, here's the things not to, not to go for. But beyond that, you know, anything goes. And I even think of a family that I know and love, a, good, a wonderful godly family. And um, they did a vision board for their trip. They wanted to plan a trip as a family. And it was going to take a lot of cutting back on, on uh, you know, things that they normally enjoyed in their daily life in order to get this trip uh, paid for. And so instead of, uh, instead of going into debt for the trip, they just decided they would cut back on things beforehand, keep money. They would, you know, add it up and see where they were at. And they had a vision board and they all pitched in. And it was really a bonding experience. So don't feel like mm-hmm. it has to all be about, you know, the Bible or something, you know, it's not, it's not really like that. God loves your whole life. He loves all of you, mm-hmm. all of them crazy and beautiful and wild. And, you know, all of those dreams are from him. So, so just, you know, just relax into the loving arms of God and pursue the dreams that he puts in your heart. Well, we are nearly at the end of the hour. Tammy, this has been fantastic. Thank you for sharing all this content today. Oh, thanks, Marnie, for having me. I, I hope um, a few of the listeners will go out and try this new activity and enjoy it and, and just see how the Lord um, works in their lives. Absolutely. And if you guys go over to Tammy's website, it is TammyKennington.com. What are you going to find there, Tammy? Well, I, I blog every week. And in addition to that, I have posted a God's Girl Vision Board worksheet, a set of worksheets there. And if people would like to have a download of those, just fill out the contact form and I'll send them right over. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, you guys want to be sure to go over and visit TammyKennington.com. And if you want to host, a vision board workshop at your church, get a hold of her, or even in your community, get a hold of her and uh, follow up after this program. Well, Tammy, thanks so much for being here, and thank you all for being here. It's just been a delight to have you with me live this afternoon on Blog Talk Radio, or if you're listening to the archives later, thank you so much for that. For those of you who host us around the Internet, uh, really appreciate that. And if you would like to have a player box of Marnie's Friends on your website, it's super easy. Just go to Blog Talk Radio forward slash Marnie's friends and go to any show and then at the top you'll find a way to download the player box so people can get at the last four of episodes that we've done here and this is a wonderful opportunity to share great training with the people who are coming to your website. As always it is a delight to share these programs with you to share my life with you and I hope that you will have a wonderful rest of the day and a great week until next time. See you later. Bye-bye.